MMA Journal Canada is partnered with Unity Underwear, King's Fightwear, and MK1 Boxing Equipment. Use code DREAMER to save 20% off your total purchase on all Unity apparel and head down to the MK1 shop to save 10% off their world-class equipment with code MMAJOURNALCA. To the clinch, heavy uppercuts by Link gets the separation. go teach i had to go get my hair done i'm now eating some cookie dough and getting ready to go back to the gym hell yeah hell yeah getting the energy back um right off the bat you're someone who even if i see the name from uh, isaac just tagging you in something stupid <laughs> you on the screen i just fucking beam because you you just love the sport you love to fucking fight I, dude. I do i love it so much like everything like muay thai um like even fighting fucking um mma uh, bare knuckle, all this stuff. Obviously, uh, for folks that don't know, you've been in this and been doing this uh, for about the past five years, six years, about. Um, I've been training for about seven, eight years, but I've been competing for about six years. Yeah, it's it's incredible, man. And like, just your like game bread FC, BYB, bare knuckle FC, and like you. I remember I saw your uh, your tag of like bare knuckle. Like I see you guys, and then you got that fight. Like right. you just you just make this shit happen, and it's again, it's just obviously we all see it that you love the game, and and you're fucking oh, sure. good at it too. Ross, I messaged Ross, and he got back to me, and um, he just said, you know, you're someone special that you're gonna go a long way, especially at this level right now where you're at with just the start. It's insane, dude. So hats off, especially having him as a, a coach too. That's a special brain right there. So I, I worked with Ross for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I since let's see about um after my fight with uh Kalia Karuni hmm. I've uh, I changed up my coaching team I box under a gentleman named Charles Ellis now okay uh, he's out of he's out of Valor Martial Arts um which those guys are awesome I've been kind of popping in there on and off for like the last many years but I'm actually go there um almost full time now it's it's kind of awkward because I coach at a different gym, hmm. but you know, ca- you know, professionally, you know, my needs are met at Valor. Um, and luckily they've been pretty cool with that, uh, so far, <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, uh, Charles has been great. Uh, if you look at my fight with, uh, Kalia Karuni, yes. uh, com- compared to, um, uh, my fight a few weeks ago, it's just, it's a night and day difference. Um, and it's not so much, you know, the, it, it's, the coaching style. Um, I am very receptive to a certain style and the, a wall goes up otherwise. Like mm-hmm. just, I, I've got to be, I don't know, necessarily talk to it a certain way. Like just things click differently with me. Like the way they're explained to me, you can say something to me five times, but I might just stare at you. Like I don't get it. So just having someone who really understands, uh, how to communicate differently with different people. And that's one thing I've tried to do with my coaching is, um, okay, this is what works for me. That's really cool, but it might not work for you because maybe physically you're built different or maybe, you know, mentally it just isn't clicking. So I try to incorporate that with my own coaching. Um, but Charles has been great with that. And I can see even when I go to class, when I go work with him, he might explain something to me one way and explain the exact same thing to the guy next to me totally differently. Like, and that helps me a lot. 
That's it's it's having a, a trans case. So a lot of that comes too from like I worked in kitchens for a long time and I was a chef for a couple of years mm -hmm. and uh, it's the exact same thing. You need to be able to see where people are at. If someone needs the stern, all right, it's fucking go time. Let's fuck like there's some guys right. say they'd be in the bathroom and I'd be like, all right, fire it out. Some fucking go boys. Right. Right. There's also there's also, you know, I had a we're training a 16 year old. She's just out of high school or in high school and she her name was uh, I call her Brooklyn because she's amazing at tossing pizza and dough and shit. Small <laughs> thing, tiny and timid, right? And I go up to her and be like, all right, Brooklyn, you own this kitchen. You're the boss here. I want you to fucking kill it today. Uh, you're going to, and if you need me, I'm here all the time. And so I'd be delegating, all right, gentlemen, and then be able to, in a tip of a hat, go, okay, Brooklyn, so we're going to be going. And you you need right. it's not it's all on you you have to be able to delegate your own energy if you're coaching or leading and a lot of folks right. they don't even realize that it's having a translator on you know and even using right. different terms like let's say you like anime more all right you're goku in this i need you to go super saiyan mode like yes. you have to do that kind of shit for people yes absolutely and um and that's not to take away anything um from ross when i worked with him he's I mean, former world champion, he he has all the accolades. He's fantastic. Um, just the way he puts it out and the way I take it in, um, there was just always a little bit of a disconnect. Yeah. And um, and once I once I got uh rid of the disconnect, like mind blown, like my my skill sets expanded so much. And it's not so much what's been being taught to me, it's just how it's being taught to me. Exactly. And that's not on him or on you that's just right, the absolutely you learn, right like i had some of the best chefs ever um you know they would try and teach me and they would tell me they would tell me exactly what they're doing and i put up a wall i said let me do this like let me do this please because that's how i learn right so it's all and then once they realize that and you're allowed or you know i moved on to i've worked in 14 15 restaurants once you move around and you find that spot and you're allowed to express yourself in that way you're not allowed but you find Right, because no right. one's trying to you finally, off. Right, you finally feel that comfort level. Yes, yes. Right, like, like I don't have, um, like obviously going into a fight, you know, you still have kind of some of those anxieties, but um, I was getting severe anxiety before my fights. Like, I would stress out the whole week beforehand, you know, I'd be just completely beside myself, stressed out. And I realized once I made that change in gyms, like that's gone. I have that normal level of, oh my gosh, I'm getting ready to go fight someone. Holy cow. Uh, you know, that everyone gets, you know, you get the kind of angsty feeling, but you're going I'm, like this in BYB, you're hyping people, you're loving it. Like you can yes, see it, Yes, right? I've got, I haven't, uh, you know, just internal kind of calm about myself during fight week. You know, everyone gets anxious. You know, there's always going to be that, that fear. And anyone who says fighting is not scary is full of it. Fighting is scary. Um, it doesn't matter at what level you're at. It doesn't matter. Like stepping in there every single time is scary and it stays being scary. Um, not so much like, oh, I think I'm going to get hurt. It's just um, I'm finding for most people that I've talked to, it's not so much about getting hurt, not even about what if I lose. It's what if I look stupid? Like that's that's the biggest thing. Like, like don't look stupid. Don't look stupid. Like It's fine. Like um, th that's why... You know, I've, I've taken a few losses uh, and I don't, I obviously, you know, I want to win. I go out there, you know, and I do my best, but I don't necessarily feel bad about those losses because I can see how much I've been progressing from one fight to the next. Um, 
you know, there's times I can be like, okay, I should have done this, 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 let's go work on it. But at no time did I go, oh, well, I feel stupid. That's, that's good. Well, yeah, because it's all, it's all the learning shit too, right? Because you know, if you're, if it's pure and you're putting in that work and effort and you do end up on the loss side, again, it's not a loss. I've spoken with so many of these folks and fighters. And again, especially even Isaac, you know, he said for anyone that gets angry about a loss, you know, he went up, um, uh, I forget who it was, but he went up to him and he thanked him for the loss. And even on the screen, on his interview with the BKFC mm -hmm. interview, he was busted up and he said, that was amazing. Like, thank yep. you for that. There was, and that wasn't a show or bullshit of him trying to, you know, put down the loss in any way. Cause some guys will do that. Right. They'll be like, yeah, thanks man. You know, it was a good lesson, whatever on to the next one, but he was actually appreciative of it. So yeah. this doesn't happen when this title shot comes. Right. So. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The, like the only losses I have where I'm like, Oh, that didn't look great. Um, I, I have two pro MMA fights. I'm not an MMA fighter. Um, I, in theory, I would love to be. Right. I started stand-up. My problem now is I want to get better. At, like, I'm doing um, I'm doing an AGF tournament tomorrow. Um, on one hand, I'm excited. On the other, I'm like, uh, not so much. Just, I don't have the mat time. Like, I've been a no-stripe blue belt for three years because every time I get a fight contract, I'm off the mats. I don't want to risk getting hurt when you know i'm getting paid all this money to go box like why would i get hurt at the gym goofing off what you know and lose a paycheck so i don't have the mat time and i've been i signed up for this tournament specifically because i knew i would force myself to get in so for the past month i've been getting about four hours a week on the mats whether it's like open mat rolling or class um but even still, like, I don't feel prepared and it's my own fault. Like, so I'm going in, I'm going to have fun. Um, we'll see what happens on the plus side, no matter what, because of how many people are in my division, I get a medal. So it's whatever. <laughs> well, and, and, and it's the experience too, more than anything yeah. you're going and you get to test right. up here too. Right. And your skills yes. and your reaction time too. That's a really important thing because that's that, like, especially with those, you know, it's a, it's, it's a test. It's, it's a test it the essays, right. That you're writing to get to that, that grand finale of, of the big exam at the end of the semester. Right. But yes. there'll be more semester. I, one of the boxers I was speaking with, she, she's a teacher and she kind of broke it down like this too. And, and yeah, it's like, they're, they're all kind of like small tests till you get to that exam. And then, you know, once you get that world title level, that's like graduating. Right. And, and that's, right. that's kind of the route yeah. you're on. That's that's exactly why I signed up for the tournament. Cause I'm like, okay, one, it'll push me to get into the gym and two, just, I just want to test it. I haven't done a jujitsu tournament in about four years. Hmm. Um, so in the last four years, I've really not been on the mats that much. And I, it's completely my fault. I can't like be like, Oh, I'm not that great. The only reason I'm not that great is because I just don't put in the time and effort. And, and that's on me. Like my coaches have been like, why are you signing up for this tournament? I'm like, I don't know. See how it goes. Like, I just want to why try not? it. Why not? Exactly. exactly. That's it. It's why not. That's that's the best too. Win or loss, it's why not to really test it. That's that's really sweet. Um, if you ever, I I um I was chatting with so um the third pound for bound on the planet kickboxer lives in Vancouver here, and they um they do a lot of striking seminars. They bring in like Rod Tang from one championship is coming in. Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. like, they got all the big guys too, but they also um you know for anyone that wants to like up their game too because they're uh, I went there for my first class and I was doing interviews and stuff, but I did a class too. Mm -hmm. And they had 
uh, three WBC national champions and awesome. just teaching the classes. And then the, uh, again, Petch is the third pound for pound they're teaching as well with Adrian, who is the uh, Muay Thai uh, instructor at AKA Thailand and Tiger Muay Thai for like 15 plus years, worked at Fairtex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if it, honestly, if you ever want to come up to Canada and just train with them and fuck around and hang out and like see how their their brains are too, because I know it's like you said too, it's um you know having that translator and even just getting that kind of that that connection and and you will get a full Thai experience at this place. It's nuts, That's but I'm crazy. sure there's spots like that down there. But I just like to always offer an option too for folks. Oh no, for sure. Like I I would love to do that. I I would love to find more um, Muay Thai or kickboxing options. Um, someone, I don't remember, there was some social media post made, um, but someone tagged um, Mike Vasquez on the post and asked if there would be like bare knuckle, um, like uh, other types of bare knuckle coming, whether it's Muay Thai or whatever. And I commented, I said, hey, I'm first in line. Oh, I will bare knuckle kick. Muay Thai. So oh. Someone was asking about it. It's basically Lithway with no headbutts. Yes, yes. That's, that's really all it is. But someone yeah. was like, hey, is this ever gonna be a thing? I don't know if he responded to the post. I have no idea, but I was like, first in line, bells and whistles. I'm there for it. There is, so there's the, the road, you know, one championship, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The road to one championship was officially launched this year in North mm -hmm. America. There's tournaments in 2024. Um, it's in Montreal and whoever wins uh, the tournament, they get a hundred thousand dollar contract and uh, to go fight for one championship too. That's so cool. That's open for anyone in North America that truly wants to do it. So again, that's another option too, if you want to go the one championship route. But that and that would be purely Muay Thai or MMA right. kickboxing. So those ladies are terrifying. <laughs> I know, I know. But again, you are too. You are yeah. too. When you go in there and your face is going, no, no. When you are in there and then you're especially like when you're in the zone, you see that face, like you're, you, you're fucking, I, you know, I do, um, I think Biggie Boy or Big Boy from BKFC, uh, yeah. He was he was trying to come up with a nickname there. Do you have an official one yet? Because um, I, I, I just have, think you're from Wichita. Have, you're from Wichita, right? Right. So literally I have thinking, had, watching you. Sorry, is Jessica uh, the Wichita link? <laughs> so I've only been given one nickname the entire time I've trained, and it it's mostly just a joke. But they all still call me it at the gym. Yeah. Um. So a few years ago, probably three years ago now, maybe a little longer, um, I shaved my head, mm. like just completely shaved it off. And as soon as, so my coach at the time, he, he looked at me as soon as he was done and goes, Oh my God, you look like McLovin. And, uh, so there's a select group of people at the gym who were around at that time. So, you know, there's always a lot of turnover. Um, they, they all still call me McLovin. Um, oh, and that's the only nickname they've ever given me. And they're like, that should be your fight name. I'm like, on one hand, that's hilarious. But I'm like, uh, like, no. Like, especially <laughs> if you're going up there too, because you're, you want to be at the top, right? And so, you know, yeah. <laughs> McLovin, yeah. Um, Isaac calls me McLovin sometimes. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, um, so that's probably never going to go away. I, I've accepted it. I just let it happen. Uh, there was, there was a local fight I did. I, th I think it was my very last, it was my last amateur kickboxing fight I had, but they were giving me a hard time saying they were going to pay the announcer under the table to announce that as my name when I came out. Luckily, he's really cool. And he's like, no, I'm here for the fighters. I'm never going to make a fighter embarrassed. And I'm like, 
Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it gets you laughing, but you're in war mode. You don't want to be, you know, kind of like. Right. Oh my gosh. I would die laughing if I heard that. And then probably it would throw off my whole fight. Exactly. Um, 1-800-273-8255. Yes. Everyone yes. should know what that number is. Everyone should call it if they need to call it. Like that's very important content. 100%. I'm, uh, I'm going to name this, uh, like this episode, that episode just for that. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. That's fantastic. I do. Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, no. me too. Me it's, too. No worries. It's my, my, my Hercules from, uh, was it the Nutty Professor? Like Hercules. <laughs> my Hercules class. Holy shit. I haven't seen that in 20 years, dude. Thank you for that. Oh my God. Um, so home kids foundation, second chance beginnings. Um, that kind of stuff, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a charity, I'm doing some charity work for a girl uh, sick in the UK as well. I think it's just really good that when we have this opportunity to talk about it, um, just to do it, because so many people kind of, it's like, it's almost like a, um, for some people, it doesn't feel like it's pure when they do it, right? Like, right. Right. Um, no, I'm, I'm always working with different companies, like the ones you just listed off. A lot of those were just like one-time sponsors, but um, everyone I know in those um, organizations, I was friends with before those organizations even started. Uh, like Second Chance Beginnings, um, my good friend Philip Webb runs it. And um, back when we were, you know, good friends and hanging out, you know, he was not in the best place in his life and I wasn't either. Um, but you know, once I kind of quit hanging out with, you know, those people for a while, um, he went through a rough spot, really turned it around and that's what came out of it. So, you know, I, I was all about, you know, spreading the word, helping support, you know, how I could, um, same thing with the cell home kids, uh, the family that runs it, I worked with, um, the husband, he and I worked together for um, the Department of Corrections. Like we worked together. So, you know, I, I know these people. And so I'm really happy to be able to support them. Um, in like two weeks, whenever the, the third is, what is that next weekend? Weekend after, I don't know. Um, I'm actually helping with um, the Wichita Area Sexual Assault Center. They're doing a their annual retreat and they bring in different instructors to do different things. And a lot of time it's, you know, maybe a yoga class or something. And this time they're going to have um, someone doing like sound therapy with them uh, towards the end of the day, but then they're going to be doing um, just like an hour long workout with me. Like they'll be introduced to some basic boxing techniques, just some general workouts, just get them moving around um, and everything just because of their backgrounds. It's yeah. going to be completely optional. They're going to have a little area they can go sit in if they would rather you know, just go color, go hang out, just watch. Like they don't have to participate because some of them, you know, that that physical aspect might not be um, something they want to do. So it's totally optional participation. Um, they're estimating maybe 10 to 15 teenage girls are going to be attending. So I'll be doing that. And luckily I was donated like a ton of just super basic boxing gloves. And yeah. so when I'm done with that event, I actually will be shipping them to Mike Vasquez uh, with BYB who will be donating them to local gyms for, you know, underfunded gyms who need equipment. Dude. Well, and I like how that's being put too. It's not because as soon as you say self-defense, like even myself, it's no, almost no. a trigger, right? It's almost, yeah. like, you don't want to, that's something we, I was, on that, right? Yes. Yeah. I was told from day one, it is not self-defense. We don't call it self-defense. We won't yeah. talk about self-defense yes. because of that triggering aspect um, for is. some of these girls. Yeah, no, it's just a, and again, it's an optional workout. And I like, and like you said, it's an introduction to, you know, even some of them might like, let's say just that might, 
you know, obviously you're fighting away during those things. So that even just doing that could be a, uh, right. you know, something that brings up negative emotion and attachment to a negative feeling too. And you don't want to, some people, again, it's having that translator, just like you said, for your coaching, right? You need to be yeah. able to be able to, some people would be putting on these self-defense courses and right. have hundreds of people that have had these issues happen to them, not go because of that, how it's being put on. Yeah, so absolutely. This is a nice yeah, way this, of doing that. Yes. And this event is ran, it's ran by, you know, people in the social work system. Like it's ran by case managers, social workers, you know, the people that work um, with and for uh, the state. Like, so it's, um, it's a really good event. I guess they, they do a, they call it a retreat every year and it's different every year. This is the first time I've gotten involved with it. Um, and the, the way I did, again, I worked with a woman who um, at the time we were coworkers, she left, she took a job with um, the Wichita area sexual assault center. So, you know, I knew her and when it came up that they were trying to get ideas, she reached out to me and she's like, Hey, would you want to do this? And I was like, okay, that's kind of my response to everything. It's just, okay. <laughs> That's the best. That's, and that's the best, like I said, again, especially when it's these kinds of things, right? Whether it's bettering yeah. yourself or bettering people around you. Um, and again, that's, that's, that, that attached. That's why, again, when I said the beginning, I said, I just fucking beam when I see your name or I see you fighting or like anything. It's just, it's just out of the love for the sport and what you can bring in through your talent, through the love of the sport too. Because again, you know, there's so many people um, that have this, this, uh, you know, this following or this gathering and, and they don't use it. Maybe they do. And, I, and I'm underplaying it. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are involved in this kind of thing, but right. the people that aren't and not to shame them at all, but you know, you have this opportunity to help people. Why not take it? Right. So, right. Well, and I like to be like pretty public about it. Not so much as, you know, Hey, look at me, look at all the stuff I'm doing more so to reach those demographics of people who might think, that's not for me, or that's not the type of thing that would work for me. No, no, no. This is for everybody. Like it's for anyone and everyone. And you know, those people who think, you know, we're just all violent and bad people. Cause there are those people out there, you know, and I want to help show them. No, no, like we're, we're not all like that. You know, there's going to be people like that everywhere, but for the most part, the fight community is they're some of the nicest people I've ever met. And so if I can help show people that I'm going to do that. Dude, 100%. That's the meaning of this show, too. That's the meaning of this fucking shit. Because honestly, it's the martial arts community is looked at like still negatively. You know, honestly, like, get this. You will not believe this. This fucking blew me away. So I flew to Toronto to go cover the very first legal national amateur WBC Muay Thai event sanctioned. We never had legal oh, no. Muay Thai uh, national championship before. Okay. It was illegal because of elbows, because of cuts and all that stuff. Obviously, you know, even bare knuckle is being sanctioned across differently as well. Um, right. But it was the, the first time in our country's history that we were allowed to have a legal Waco sanctioned WBC bout. For, for amateurs. For amateurs. Oh, yeah. so here, here it's not allowed at all for amateurs here because wow. of the elbows. Wow. And okay. So if you know anyone that, so let me know if you have anyone that wants to get in contact with that, because there's loopholes and, and they had for the younger ones too elbow pads. So those wouldn't happen. And oh, there, was okay. a little bit of, there was some leeway that they found to get that going. Because if mm -hmm. you don't find that loophole or that leeway, it's not going to fucking change. Right. Um, yeah. So here, um, amateurs can do kickboxing, like, um, and the rules will vary from state to state. Um, so here, you can do sweeps, you can do full clinch. There's just no elbows. So it's basically Muay Thai sans elbows, 
Mm. But when I went down to Oklahoma to kickbox, you're not allowed to catch the legs. You're not allowed to sweep. Uh, like it was, it was a really weird rule set. Um, so even then it, it varies from each athletic commission. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy how far behind we are. Like, cause you go to Thailand and they're, they're fifth, like you said, they're monsters. They're right. Six, but their little yeah. kids are like, just, I was, they're terrifying. A <laughs> hundred fights. Hey, like, I love it. I love it. Right? And, and that's what that I, and I've, I like, I'm calling it the year of the fight fan. Cause like this kind of stuff is blowing up everywhere. And like, yes. not just, you talk to people about UFC and dude, like I, I've, I've spoke with everyone, like <clears throat> the news, they'll cover Israel Adesanya won the belt, maybe, right? Like right. maybe, like they don't even, they, they won't do any coverage. And even, even other MMA pages, which I will not name, um, you know, one championship, Jonathan Haggerty, he won the belt from Nongo, Lumpini Stadium. He grew up watching Nongo. It was someone like he looked up to, he reigned and he was a 425 to one uh, or four, four, four and a half right. to one underdog. Right. The title. But on the same night that uh, fake Logan Paul guy got ch choked out by Nate Diaz, and that made headlines across all, there wasn't a single North American MMA page that posted um, about Jonathan Haggerty. And so like right. true martial arts is really like, I think is gonna come to life soon. With right, and even though it was, you know, it not for the promotion I work for, um, I was really happy to see that Bare Knuckle is getting more attention here. Yes. Simply, granted, their format's different. Um, you know, you've got some companies that focus on finding big names already because that does draw a lot of views. And that's great, though, in the long run, because they're getting eyes on the sport. You know, um, you know, I work for a promotion who they're really kind of the, the grassroots people. They want to build up the people who started. Yes. Um, there's a few guys uh, with BYB who have had careers with Bellator. They, they've had, you know, some, some bigger opportunities and have come to us. We've got, you know, we've got a former UFC guys, but it's, it's a buildup process. And I really love that about the company. Uh, but the one thing that, you know, other companies are doing right now, it, it is going to help everyone in the long run because they're getting eyes on the sport and that that's good for everybody. So oh. the fact that, you know, you can see, you know, Conor McGregor getting attention on the bare knuckle sport that's great for everybody involved in bare knuckle, whether it's here, whether it's in the UK, whether it's, you know, this company, that company, that's great for everybody. So uh, that's very exciting. There's enough for everyone to eat, right? Some people yeah. like to like to pocket everything and put up walls. And there is so much out there. The more fighters, the more eyes, the more talent we see, you know, even myself, I'm actively scouting for bare knuckle fighters. Like I'm looking for people too, because I know this stuff's about to blow up. Um, as it already is, you know, uh, David was saying it was like his graduation. Yeah. Ah, ah. That's waffle. I'm going to stop for a sec. I'm just going to appreciate waffle. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> no, she doesn't want to. That's cats or cats. <laughs> waffles, waffles fat and big. He doesn't my, care. My neighbor said, uh, I brought up my dog. Actually, I'm just going to go let him in for a sec. He's been waiting. All right, so Jess, I'll send you some pictures because I got two gerbils, two rabbits, and a dog. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! But um, yeah, for for bare knuckle too, like he was saying, it, it was a graduation. 
um, you know, having that grand, grand eye, because it was trending number one in the world, uh, that yeah. was even more so than UFC. I told Christine Faria, you know, I was, uh, I was out during the day, I was doing some work, and I, I knew I was missing UFC. I didn't bat an eye. I was fucking nervous and anxious that I was going to miss Bare Knuckle, you know? It's, it's yeah. just such a fun, exciting sport, especially for fucking people like, like, you know, one of the first and only Midwest, like bare knuckle females to be doing that too. Right. And right. Um, I did find out I am not the only one because for, for a while I was it, I am not the only one. Josette Cotton is from Nebraska. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't know that. So I cannot claim to be the only one in the Midwest now, mm. but we're in different weight classes. So it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's good. It's good. It's good to, uh, to, um, point that out though, too. And, uh, you know, you can, you can both be, that can both be your, your you know, that's right, right. It's enough for everyone. Still <laughs> the only Midwest athlete, male or female to do bare knuckle MMA though. I'm the only one. So Dude. I've got that. Dude. I've got that. Are you, will you be like, are you allowed to go compete with your contract right now in other organizations or are you kind of locked in? So, so I, I was talking to them about that and um, yes, I like, so I kickboxed during my contract so I can go do um, any gloved sport I want to do they're a little iffy on the on the bare knuckle sport like we still haven't really fully talked about that but they're thinking like if someone's like hey do you want to come do bare knuckle kickboxing they're thinking that that's probably not a, a go like we can't do that basically anything with bare knuckles they're mm, saying no on but yeah, I can go do anything else like I can I can go kickbox I can go do MMA as long as I've got gloves on I can go do it would you do professional boxing so I've never boxed um, I've only trained with a boxing coach for maybe two years now total. I would love to try it. My, I don't know if it's my hangup. Um, my concern, I guess would be, so even if I get another pro debut boxer, people who are making their pro debut in boxing, they still had 60 fucking amateur boxing bouts. You know, boxers have ungodly about like just bouts on bouts on bouts like ridiculous amounts of fights whereas you know me coming in as a debut I've never boxed in my life I've never had an amateur boxing fight I've never done it my only experience is bare knuckle boxing so I would love to try it it's just finding someone who would be a legitimately comparable opponent would Christine Faria be a comparable opponent not at all (laughs) (laughs) um uh, like down the line down the line one thing she says um uh, a lot that i've seen her say this a lot there are levels to this and she is 100 correct she has been doing martial arts for so long she has been training for so long i have trained for about eight years so you know after more time might i get to that level i might but um like she's there are levels to this you know and her skill set is fantastic and as far as like um fear of fighting someone tough i'm not afraid of anyone however i'm also an adult and i'm realistic and her skill set is far beyond what mine is right now mm-hmm. so as far as boxing debuts we've never boxed that's great but there's other things to look at <laughs> well you never know in the in the future right a little back pocket thing um right absolutely no like i'm i'm up to, i don't think i've ever turned down a fight um I've been given options, you know, hey, would you rather this fight or this fight? Yeah, Which one yeah. would work for you? But um, I don't think we've ever just flat out said no to a fight ever. Uh, but I 
also am not dumb. Freaking waffle, like he's shedding. And so there's like, and he rubbed on my face. So now there's just hair on my face. Oh, I, I just wanted to bring up for your, um for the fight against uh, Karuni. She lost her first one and then won 49 in a row, right? So, oh yeah, that's, that, that's you know. So with that, um, th there's kind of, I find that fight very interesting for me simply because one, her skill set level. I mean, she came yeah. in as what a, a 29 and one ISKA kickboxing champion. Um, she was, the size difference was massive. Um, I don't know if people, I, it was visible, but I don't know if people realize how big the size difference was. I went up in weight to take that fight. I actually came in underweight when I weighed in mm. and, um, she was fighting. I want to say it like 155 was one of her fight weights. Um, I, I woke up and weighed myself today at 130. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm small. Yeah. So I took that fight at 135. I think I weighed in at like 132 pounds for it. By the time we got in the ring, it was very obvious that she was at least 20 pounds bigger than me. Uh, and I felt it. She landed a couple clean shots on me and both of those shots actually did a lot of damage to me. Uh, I had a tooth knocked out and I actually lost vision. Uh, she hit me with a hook and I, I couldn't see. Um, which in my fight, um, if you ever, if you ever see me whispering to my coach, it's probably cause there's a problem. Um, but you no, know, I let him, I, I let him know, you know, my tooth is loose. I can't see. Um, that happened like the first or second round. And I'm actually still very proud of that fight simply because once I felt her power and realized, okay, she, she's legitimately going to hurt me if, if she touches me clean. So I just made it ugly. Like it was a boring, ugly fight. I buried my head in her chest most of the fight. The thing was, she she got away with holding me in a guillotine for almost five rounds, um, which was, it was super frustrating. So she was frustrated because she couldn't hit me. I was frustrated because she was laying on me. Yeah. But um, so I, I realized it took a level of intelligence on my part to understand as soon as she did touch me, that this was not a good fight for me. Um, I was going to get hurt in that fight. So I just made sure, like I made my safety the priority after, after my tooth came loose and I realized what the disparity was. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, this is a fight. I just want to be safe in. I, my goal is to go five rounds and I just take a little bit of satisfaction in knowing that she was pissed. She was so mad. I was supposed to be her highlight reel. Yeah, I was supposed yeah, to be yeah. her big fireworks debut fight. Yeah. She was supposed to finish me early on and I made it a boring fight. She didn't look good against me. She won. Like, yeah. that's great. I, I'm, you know, she got her win, but it wasn't a good fight. And I'm just really glad that I have that ability to, you know, just the self-preservation to know this is not a good fight for me. This is not going to end well. So let's just stay safe. And to be, to be totally frank, that's part of why I switched camps because for me, that mentality was the right mentality to have. I would rather be able to fight again any other time instead of get hurt now and not be able to fight again or, you know, be out for six months because of a, a bad injury. I would rather be able to keep doing this. And there was a little bit uh, of a difference of opinion on that, you know, um, I'm going to survive if I feel like I'm in danger versus no, you fight to win no matter what. No, I'm, you know, if, if I feel like I'm legitimately in danger and will get hurt, my safety is going to come first. I'm never going to quit unless I physically can't continue. I'm not going to quit, but I'll be super annoying and make it so you don't look good. 
So that's, and that's, I'm glad because I was just going to point that out. And that's the most inspiring thing that I, I, that you guys do, that you athletes do, I think. And that's the proper name athletes um, is getting up, getting up after getting knocked down or pushing through and not quitting. You know, you didn't fucking quit and you can take the most pride in that. The most, so many that after they're, they're, you know, I'll name, I won't name them, but we've seen them looking back at the corner going like this i can't do this you know uh, I'm, I'm hurt i can't do it. i'm fucked up right. you know or, or going like this like there's, I, none of that. there's no i pull. took extremely bad damage in my fight against monica medina i took extremely bad damage to the point um i i had to take a knee um the one knockdown she got it's yeah. because i realized oh shit i can't see i don't know what's going on and i knew she was coming at me yeah. so i took a knee i knew i needed to um my eye was filled with so much blood. I absolutely could not see anything. I could not see through the blood. Um, and so they, you know, I had to finish the round. But I think that happened in the first. Uh, I will say we all love to Monica. I, I love her. Like we, we've become very friendly uh, since our fight. Because she was my, actually my opponent in game bread as well. Oh, uh, yeah. So we've become very friendly. Um, I was cussing and screaming after the first round. Because um, she had a specific tactic that she used that... I don't want to say it's illegal, but um, it's, they tell us not to do it. Uh, um, it. Grabbing the opponent, reaching out and grabbing the hand and pinning it down. They're not, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And that's, that's why I took a ton of damage to my face because my hand was pinned to my side. Uh, and I will say it stopped after the first round. Like I, I, um, I've been known to cuss up a storm in my corner when I get frustrated and yeah. it stopped after the first round. I was, I mean, she did what she was allowed to do. And as long as they allow, whatever, if you yeah. don't tell me, if you don't tell me to stop doing something, I'm going to keep doing it. So that's, that's not really on her, but I was just really frustrated about that. But that's part of why I took, I couldn't block in that first round. I, my, and I didn't really know what was going on until about halfway through the round. I'm like, Oh, I don't have hands. <laughs> my hands are stuck. Um, but that's, I got, I took a very bad cut in my face like it kind of it had like some nerve damage action going on like it i still have some loss of feeling in my face um i've been cleared to fight like there's nothing yeah. like wrong with me but um i took some serious damage in that fight and the fact that people have quit for much less i mean yes. that's full circle that's where i was literally, going with this literally yeah, that's where I was going like with this. this right um you know i could tell how bad my face was met like that cut was the cut was bad yeah. uh, in that fight and that's that's actually the first fight i've ever been cut in that was my fifth fifth bare knuckle fight overall that was the first time i'd ever been cut which i'm actually really glad this last one i did was the trigon combat card because we had the gloves um i've not done a bare knuckle fight since that one hmm. and uh, my team has been a little nervous about what's going to happen to the to that scar because it's it's a really thick scar yeah um it's like it's it's actually still like painful to touch like when i touch it my eye twitches like it, there's just some nerve stuff going on in there like i said i've been cleared to fight they said it's it's healed up it's just going to be um it's just a matter of time for it to can you know continuously get better mm -hmm. so i've not had a bare knuckle fight since that one so i was really glad to uh have the gloves on at least one more time before i get another bare knuckle fight give it a little more time to to let that scar tissue kind of get worked out nice we, cool. we've not We've not been able to work it out yet because it, it's legitimately so painful. Like mm. touching it still hurts. So I've not messed with it yet. Yeah. And so there's still a lot of scar tissue in there. 
Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's good that at least it's, yeah, you get a little bit more time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah and then sure. you know where you stand too, or again, like you have to take, you know, you took the knee. Yeah, a lot of people would just, you know, try and again, it's, um, you know, fight through whatever, but no, 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 no. You're going to chance yourself again. It's not about getting hurt or knocked out. It's about, you know, you're not looking in that light. You want to be professional. You want to get to the top. Right. right? And so yes. if you put yourself in that position to face plant, into the fucking canvas you're not going to do that you're just going to say yeah, no. you need a fucking standing eight i need fucking just a second here yep and that's what it was i knew i needed a second to recover i knew it was yeah. bad so as soon as i realized i was in the corner and she, nope give me a minute <laughs> jeez jeez well again 1-800-273-8255 yes that's yes. it um i'll let you go i know you gotta go train yes i've got my opponent tomorrow is actually it's a teenager. I got bumped down from masters. I got this teenager girl. So we've got some of the teenagers from the gym coming in who are about her size. Yeah. Their job today is to give me the business. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I fucking love it. You're going to get the business then. That's good. Oh, All right. Yeah. I mean, get, get some of them to take some video. Get the, you know, it, it, just get this recorded yep. and, and, you know, even for yourself too. So you can see, obviously, you know, that, uh, see where you oh, can for sure. and all that stuff. So, but I'm excited to, I'm just so fucking excited because you, you just love to fight and I love people that love to fight. So thank you. Yes. Of course. Really appreciate you, Jess. Well, we'll talk Absolutely. soon. And, uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Yes, thank you for having me. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Send me your underwear. <laughs> awesome. Will do. Appreciate you, Jess. Have a great day. Have fun. Thanks. MA Journal Canada is partnered with Unity Underwear, King's Fightwear, and MK1 Boxing Equipment. Use code DREAMER to save 20% off your total purchase on all Unity apparel and head down to the MK1 shop to save 10% off their world-class equipment with code MMAJournalCA.